guys. I'm Tim. I'm Bob. This is the Board Game Rundown. Today, we are going to talk about games we played, news, Kickstarters. Yeah. And we got a topic a that topic. I think it'll be pretty interesting. Cool. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. Yeah, pretty but- good. And actually, we kind of have like the right, like you and I, probably out of everybody on the panel, probably yeah. have a lot to say about this specific topic. Yeah. I was say, but make sure you first, you like, subscribe, and ring the bells and get the notifications. So when our videos release, we're doing all types, right? Unboxings, reviews. Yeah. Yeah. So we filmed what? Like one of each type today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, <laughs> Yeah, right. Yeah. Tuned. Also, uh, check out if our, our Discord channel, which is a link, link below. Link below. Mm-hmm. You can also find us on Facebook. Yep. Uh, we're super active on the Discord, and we've got a really nice group of guys in there. We're in there uh, asking questions. You know, just kind of interacting, sharing pictures mm-hmm. of games we played. Not just us, right? But you guys too. And then yeah. we get to ask you about your games. And, yeah. Because I saw a bunch on there, like in the threads, like uh, Brian Baru that I'd never even heard of. That I'm like, oh, well, this looks cool, you know, and like. Um, Somebody had pictures of like Clash of Cultures up there. Like, and that's a game I've been interested about for like a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I actually like see some stuff. I was like, ooh, yeah. like that makes it even more interesting. Right. You say you just actually see a game like on the table. Yeah. 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 So, uh, Bobby, games yeah. we played. You played you, a lot. Yeah. So I was out of town. It was my wife's birthday and I took her out of town mm-hmm. for, for the weekend. Mm-hmm. So I missed a meetup. You did. But uh, Bob did not miss I the did meetup. I did not miss the meetup. You should have brought her to the meetup for her birthday. <laughs> It's more for your birthday. Yeah, my <laughs> birthday would have been cool. Uh, no, so, uh, yeah, we had a pretty good turnout. Yeah. Um, first, we started with uh, Garinto. And I taught oh, people fantastic. how to play Garinto. Yeah, great abstract Grand strategy, Gamers Guild. Grand Gamers Guild. Uh, it was a hit. People really enjoyed it. Um, I don't think I have anybody that I've taught that hasn't. Had I have time. not encountered anybody that's played Garinto that doesn't like it. Yep. Yeah, so that's a, it's a winner. Get out there and check it out. Uh, after that, uh, Caleb, we had a, a good player count, he said, for uh, Shadows Over Camelot. Oh. Really I had never, there were a bunch of us that had never played that. I so we like played that. Shadows that over was Camelot. a lot of fun. That was my first time playing through that. That's a good uh, one. Yeah. What, did you have, like, five or six? Five. Yeah. Yeah, uh, we lost. <laughs> yeah. Who was the traitor? Uh, Jesse. Oh. And he was going like, oh, so this, this, oh, so if we got, like, one more black sword, that'd be bad, huh? And he flipped his traitor card over and we're like, oh, you jerk. And he was, like, participating the whole time, but we were in such a hard time. Like, yeah. You know, the it's wrong a, cards were popping up. It's a tough game, but it's, it's really tough. good. Yeah. I wish it wasn't out of print because mm-hmm. that game is fantastic. Yeah, the little catapults in there are super yeah. cool. Yeah. Yeah. I dig them. Uh, so then after that, uh, I taught Korra to, oh, okay. to three new people, and they all loved it. Yeah. yeah. They had a good time. Um, and they were, you know, experience different various levels, too, right? So, uh Jesse and Caleb played. Hardcore uh, gamers. Yeah, hardcore gamer sharks. And then my friend Kim showed up. And she, okay. you know, more of a, a lighter gamer, but mm-hmm. she played it. She really liked it. And, uh, yeah, it was, you know, so all, you know, skill So levels. I haven't played it, but I've seen it on the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, theme, art, I mean, it just, it, it all looks really good, yeah. right? It yeah. looks like a really well-made, like, yeah. Kind of like a Civ builder, like it's, it's a city builder more than like a Civ builder, but you're kind of like. Uh, but it plays faster. It, but right? yes, but it plays yeah. in like an hour or so. Yeah, and yeah. that's yellow games. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's you know one of those ones if you talked about show saw the show a couple weeks ago, <laughs> right. you might want to get that one sooner rather than later. Just in case there's any uh, distribution and, yeah. hiccups or snags. Yeah. Uh, but just hit up your FLGS. They probably like, got it. They got if they don't have it, have them order it. It's yep. it's yellow. It's not hard to get yellow. Yep. In, right into the stores. Yep. Uh, so after that, um, David taught me Architects of the West Kingdom. Oh, right. So I've on. had this game forever. Um, he had his copy there, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, I need to learn this game. It's been on my shelf yes. for a while. I love the Shem Phillips games. And so he taught me that, and it's, it's point salad, but it's super neat, right? Because you're like playing your workers, you have a ton of them. And as you play some on the different worker sites, like the more people you have there, the stronger the effect that you get. Mm-hmm. But then people can do an effect to arrest basically all the guys that you have at your location. Oh. And then they can either sit there and like hold on to them, and you have to like pay a bunch of money or take a debt card to get them back. Mm-hmm. Or they can basically sell them to like the workers' camp, and then they get money for them. And then you have to go there and like jailbreak your guys. Get back your guys out. out. It kind of reminds me of Yido. Did you ever play Yido? Yido has like an effect like that where there's like a uh it's a weird like lighthouse kind of thing where like there's different areas of the board that are mm-hmm. going to be it's going to be like highlighted and then if your workers are in that area they can go to jail you know okay. what i mean they're like caught out in there and then you have to go and be... get them back yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. anyways please continue yeah no um and then uh we played raw yes and that was a hit and so in my defense i was taught this game and I've been teaching people how I was taught. I did not teach this game. And it wasn't Tim. For the record. For the record. That's fair. I believe it was Dan taught us. No, it was your sister. Oh, it was Julia? Yeah. Oopsies. Oopsies. <laughs> oh. uh, but it was just a small thing. Like, you know, we were just doing the auctions. You know, people would force the auction oh, with, right. the, with the tile thing. But 
when you pull a raw tile out of the bag, it automatically triggers And not just building up the raws. But when the raws... But when you hit an X amount of raws, it still triggers the end. No, that, well, if, if you pull the last one, there's no auction, and it just ends. Oh, it just ends. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. So, but that's a big thing, right? And so normally, like, if you invoke raw and you start an auction yourself and nobody else bids, you have to bid. Right. But if, the, if it comes up because you pulled the tile, then nobody has to bid. And if nobody bids, then it just goes away. The, 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 the tile the goes away. The, the tiles in the auction go away. They all yeah. wipe, yep. and you start, start a whole over. new thing over. Yep. Okay. And basically what you end up doing is, even if there's no tiles there and you pull a raw tile, basically you're bidding for that sun token in the middle. Mm-hmm. So you can have the higher token maybe next time. Sure. So, But yeah, it was a very different kind of dynamic to it, like playing yeah, Raw's so, still really good. It was still, it was still a lot of fun, you know, and like, you know, you're down to like two people and they're pulling, you know, and everybody right. else is done. Right. And they're, yeah, right. Right. trying to get them to right. pull the raw tiles and end the round soon so they don't get, a, you know, a chance to build up more items. Yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and that was, that was basically it for the night because that was, you know, it was, that's a, that's a lot of games. That's a lot of games. Here and here, Shadows but, of, uh, over Camelot, Camelot is not a fast game. No, it was a good two hours. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like That's one of those games where I don't mind like investing my time because mm-hmm. I have a, such a good time playing it because the theme is so good mm-hmm. and the components are fun. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just, oh, I love that game. Yeah. I'm glad you got to play it. Yep. Uh, while I was learning Architects, I didn't get a chance to play it, but um, Jesse and Caleb and uh, Justin played um, Ankh. Oh, so yeah, another game of Ankh yeah, going. Another game of Ankh going. So because that was the first time that Justin had played, and he wanted to learn it. So, oh sure, yeah, he got it. As you that. should. Yeah. If you have the chance to play Ankh, and you even think you might like it, try it out because yeah, it's worth a try. It's really good. You know, I was just telling somebody the other day too, like uh, they were talking about board games they like and whatnot, and they were like, you know, I'm always willing to to try a game at least once. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, it's a great attitude to have because I can't tell you how many times, like, I've looked at a game and just kind of questioned it and thought, like, Garinto was one of those. I kind of looked yeah. at it, and I just, I just wasn't really sure about it. But then we played it, and I was like, this game's great. Well, it's like, like Dan. Uh, I know, like, you look at him, you're like, uh, and you get to know him, and you're like, uh. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, there's, that too. there's that too. But, like, Dan will say, oh, I don't like abstract strategy games. Yeah. Like, flat out. Mm-hmm. But then we play a game like Garinto, and he's like, oh, yeah, I really like this. Uh-huh. do this, yeah, this, yeah. this. So it's, and it's like, yeah, just yeah. try it. Try well, it out. Uh, maybe not Twilight Imperium if that's not really your thing because you're going to you know, four hours of your time down the drains if you're not having a good time. I would say any game that, that normally plays under two hours, I will try. Worth the shot. Worth a shot. If yep. it's longer than that, I'm going to be selective about who I play that with. Yes. I may not go in with strangers because yeah, it's happened. it could be amazing <laughs> and you could make all these new friends, yes. but it could also be locked into a little hell for a couple yes. of hours. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, so that was yesterday. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. Uh, today we today got to we play. got together. Yeah, yeah, fast sloths. Yes, which that was awesome. uh, Friedman Freeze Stronghold yep. Games. We're gonna have a review of that coming. Oh, Dan. Yeah. Mm, I'm in the chair. It's the so, magic chair. Yeah, yeah. So, Dan, please feel better soon. Dan's, yeah. not, Dan's under the not weather too right soon, now. Is this a, that's a lot of fun. His finger's going to be smoking. He's smoking. got a little ice bucket over here he could dip his fingers <laughs> into. Mm, <okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, Fast Slots, we played that. It is a, uh, it is a. well, you could say it's a pick up and deliver. <laughs> yeah, they're picking up and delivering you. You. <laughs> yeah, so you're a sloth. You're really lazy, uh, but you need to get all your leaves that are around, mm. you know, around this resort. And to do so, you're going to be drawing these cards of the animals, and you're going to be playing those cards, sets of those cards. Yep. And, and you're going to bring them to you. They're going to pick you up and carry, carry you around, drop you tree, off. Yeah. Or if you're an elephant, if you, if you <laughs> use the elephant, it might throw, throw you, you a bunch yeah. of, play, you know, spaces. Mm-hmm. But uh, very light and fun, yep. cheeky kind of game. Real cute. Yeah. I, I was yeah, really happy got, with it. If you had kids between, like, 8 and 14, that's when you can pick up and teach them. It's not, like, super light that you play with little kids, but it's not, like, super crunchy that, like, you know, people who are into the heavy gamers might not dig. But even though I like heavy games, I still had fun with it. Yeah, you know? yeah. I would say it, um, there's almost too much setup for it to be, like, a filler game. Right. But if you got a good, if you got an hour to burn, yeah, like... 45 minutes to an hour. I would I would play... Because three of us played with learning in under an hour. Yeah. And... All very much understood the game, yep. like it, you know, yep. like so it wasn't like oh well, you know, I was just trying to get through my turn. Like mm-hmm. no, it's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. Yep. And then I finally got to expose Bob to the terror below. So good. Yeah. yeah. So it's Tremors, the board game, but not adjacent. Yeah, Tremors adjacent. <laughs> Underneath. <laughs> well, yeah, until they come through. Yeah, until they burst out. And yeah. uh, so, Bob, I've talked about this before, but I'll let you talk a little bit about uh, Terror Below because uh, I mean, yeah, it's like you're playing through like the game, right? You've got a team of uh, three uh, drivers um, that you're going to use uh, one at a time. 
uh, to gain actions. You're going to play your action cards underneath these worms. That'll help you manipulate these target tokens. Mm-hmm. They've all got like a health value, and then they have like a, a value on there that represents like how much noise they tolerate, and the, uh, represented by those cards that you play underneath. Once you play a certain amount of cards, they're going to bust out of the ground, and they're going to scatter rubble and attack anybody that's in their uh, attack zone that's described on the card. Uh, and you're trying to pick up the eggs that they drop yeah. and deliver them to the different locations, and you get rewards for that. Uh, you pick up rubble, and you can find like like weapons and items and stuff from the rubble. Like, basically, you trade the rubble in for those. But yeah, but I like the way that you say it because it, yeah, it makes that makes it more the thematic. Yeah, that's not the like oh, here's some rocks for that hat. No, it's like you're clearing this rubble out, and you're like, oh, look what's underneath here. It's a gun, and I'm going to use this to go kill that worm. You know, so right. it's, yeah, it, I think that makes a lot of sense thematically. Yeah. Or a military satellite, which yeah. I will use to blow up myself. Myself, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, that was <laughs> ah, fun. <sorry. laughs> yeah, sorry. I won't let that one down for a while. <laughs> oh, but it's that's yeah. so I just love the chaos yeah. of that game. Yeah. I really do. It's it a lot fun. of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, Neat bits. One game I did get to play like during the week, uh, Dice Miner. Okay. You know, played a little bit of Dice Miner, trying it out solo, like okay. just learning. Right on. Uh, I'm still having a very good experience with that game, mm-hmm. and when we teach it to other people, everybody seems to like it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, now, that is a filler game, right? Yeah. You know, 20, 30 minutes, right. even with teaching with four players. Mm-hmm. Nice uh, I did forget, too, the Friday night, Ben came over, and uh, we got to play. We finished out the scenario that we had stopped on. Of oh, Descent. on Descent. Yeah. So, and, nice. like, when we stopped, you know, because it was a good stopping point, because I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't want to give anything away, but it was a good stopping point. Um, and then we set it all back up, and we put our guys on there, and then it was like, we played for maybe 30, 45 minutes, you know, and then that scenario was over. Like, well, we don't want to get into anything else. So we yeah. just kind of sat there and talked for a bit. But sure. Yeah, it was uh, still really good, though. Still really good. Yeah. yeah it, was, it was a lot of fun. I am impressed with Descent 3rd Edition. Mm-hmm. I really am impressed. Yeah. I know it's got a heavy price tag, yeah. but if that is your kind of game, yeah. it's probably worth it. It does it well. You know, mm-hmm. it's probably worth it because yep. the app is really good. Mm-hmm. It's oh. It kind of reminds me of like uh, the Gloomhaven Online a little bit with the app, right? Because now it's like we've got different quests open and uh-huh. so you're like, oh you can go this way you can go this way you can do this quest over here you know and like sure and as you do things and come back it'll unlock like a city event that will happen that you can watch and then it's a little bit of a not necessarily like a whole um like cinematic you know uh-huh. but it'll have like the um like like pictures and like real artsy you know of, yeah like, the, the graphics and whatnot and uh yeah it's they're doing a really good job with it. Oh, so far, so good. While we're also talking about games we played, so I've been playing uh, Fury of Dracula mm. on digital, mm-hmm. cross-platform. Nice. So I'm going to tell you, if anybody out there gets the app, uh, there's at least one other uh, person in our Discord that we're setting up and coordinating times to play nice. Fury of Dracula, and you can play it with, uh, you can play it online, you can play it, out, you know, like, uh offline you can like pass and play okay you can play against the ai okay the tutorial is really good it is it's really easy very straightforward and it plays very it actually playing the app has made me go i need to play fury of dracula like we all need to get together and play play the real one one. Mm -hmm. um and not because it's not not because the app isn't good, but because it's like, ooh, I just want to play this with a bunch of my friends. Right. And, and actually uh, sit there and like watch people's reactions and things yeah, like that. Yeah. yeah. Trying to read people and stuff. Right. Yeah, it's always good. Right. That's so, one of the nice things about hidden movement. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, so uh, but I guess this will uh, just segue kind of into news. Okay. Uh, so speaking of hidden movement stuff and like things I really like. So I had I got off work early one day. And I kind of had some time to kill. Kids are at school, daycare, whatever. Wife's at work. So I went and I busted out my mind management game again. And I'm like, I'm just going to pour over all the bits. All the bits. Because I I made a comment in either our review video or one of the videos we were talking about it. And they're like, oh, you haven't found everything. And I'm like, okay. Challenge (laughs) accepted. And so they started doing a YouTube video series that's called like the secrets of mind management. Hmm. Now, the first, so I tried to like, you could see like the episode title, like a little bit of the description. So I tried to make sure, like before I watch it, I try to see if I can find everything. Okay. Yourself? Before the, yeah, myself, before they talk about it. And the first couple, I will just tell you, it's just kind of them going around and reading the Easter eggs on the side of the box. Okay. So that's fine. What I was interested in is like in the rule book, there is a thing where you can find like a hidden card. Like you can go to a thing and print out a hidden card Mm -hmm. and um, there's more of those. So I'm just going to say, check the insert very carefully. 
Now, I, and I haven't played it, I don't know, but I will say that I believe it was Mechs versus Minions had a thing where you lifted the tray up and taped the bottom of one of the trays with a freaking card. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so, I was like, so this <laughs> isn't that, okay. but there is a clue in the insert. Nice. Okay. And then also, check the player screen real close. Okay. And like the art. Mm-hmm. Because there is some stuff. I was like, what? Yeah, the, man, the graphics. And then... Was running up and like printing off stuff. So I've got some new cards that I've been able to print that nice. I was able to print, like threw in a sleeve, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, I just threw like an old magic card behind it, right? Yep, and, a, and a solid color sleeve. Yep. It's like a proxy card, right? Sure, sure. Uh, but, anyways, so I got some new cards just now. It's like I got I already love mind management. And it's like I got to play this freaking game again because now I want to use these because these cards are basically like you don't need to unlock anything you know like with the shift system Mm -hmm. like you just throw them right in and uh they're pretty neat they do some neat things Mm -hmm. and i will tell you also um me i like i like it when you can comment on somebody's video like off the page games for example who does my management uh you comment on their video and usually within like a day they're like and message you back you know they comment back they're they're very interactive mm-hmm. i love that i yeah. think that's great i try to do that on our own youtube channel because i know i like it right and these guys i'm like back and forth with them uh message like writing messages on their youtube videos about stuff and like leaving vague clues to say which stuff i found like okay. you know like oh my mind was blown you know or like things like you know sure. just whatever that was a big surprise mm-hmm. you know uh leaving just little context clues in there right uh to let them know which ones I found now for, for the time being, they've stopped taunting me. So I might've found everything that can be found okay. right off the bat, but I will tell you. So I don't know if you noticed this, but on the back of the board, okay. it's like a comic strip. I haven't noticed okay. that right now. So there's a, so <laughs> it, it's like, so the board is like four panels, you know, as it unfolds. Uh-huh. So on each side on the back is like a whole, like one of the characters you're playing, like a little comic. Okay. And it like in the panels around the, yeah. yeah. And it panels. And they're all kind of like oriented in different ways. And then the uh, the board, the little dry erase board that the the hidden mo- the yep. the agent uses, the recruiter, recruiter uses. Yeah. On the back of that is also a comet, right? Mm. In the same way. So if you lay the board down upside down, like so, the comic is up, mm-hmm. and then you align that in a certain way. Wow. Yeah. Cool. There's there's some stuff in there, man. Man, it changed. Crazy. It's, it's really yeah. amazing. Yeah. How much work and thought they, went into that? Yeah. Yes. Yes. For so sure. even if you don't like the game, you have to appreciate the craft, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but anyways, I was so excited about that. That was like my own news. Like, ooh. right. Um. So getting into like the real news, game industry news. The yep. big one, uh, is Simon's fiftieth Kickstarter. Oh yeah. And uh, so it was hinted that it was going to be Marvel related, Mm -hmm. which makes sense. They've been doing Marvel United, blah, blah, blah. Yep. (sighs) This is going to be a tough one for me. It's going to be a real tough one for me. And I guess to me, it peaked with Black Plague. Well, right. So they're going to do Marvel Zombicide. Yep. Here's the thing. I own a bunch of collected editions of Marvel Zombies and Mm. have for a couple of years. Okay. They even just did like a Marvel, like a what if uh, cartoon on Disney plus mm-hmm. that was a, what if the, the Marvel zombies thing okay. like went down. Fantastic. Okay. It is a fantastic episode of that show. Um, I have to watch that show. You should check it out. It's yeah. really good. Um, but anyways, so like some game shows, you know, way bigger than us got like promotional zombie Galactuses, yeah, but I there's also that. somebody had one that wasn't, like a zombie. Okay. And I don't know if they had something else. Because hmm. I think, like, the WizKids, Heroclix, Galactus would have come pre-painted and not all, like, that solid purple. Purple, yeah. Unless somebody painted it to, like, mm. you know, know. Yeah. Uh, troll people. Mm-hmm. But anyways, uh, so by the time this episode drops, that Kickstarter should be live. Um, and... That is also basically just going to be my Kickstarter because yeah. I don't I don't have a ton of... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, News? Well, Kickstarter's either. Okay. But uh, other news, I guess. Why don't you get into some yeah, news? I got, go, I got, I got like uh, one or two. Last week I teased how I was getting some emails about the um, uh, late pledges and whatnot, pledge managers being opened up for some of the games we talked about previously. And I got a little more information about that. Uh, so Quest and Cannons by Short Hop oh, Games yeah. is on Backer Kit. Yes. Uh, so if you like that, you got to go to the Backer Kit. You got to tell them you're a backer. 
Um, you, uh, you just do a search, and it'll take, go to the project. You can scroll down, and it'll say, did you miss the Kickstarter? You can pre-order here, and then you can get in on it. Um, and I mean, and it just check it out. Like you go on there, and you have the, all the pictures and everything. It, it's amazing. Like the bits are fantastic. Fun game. Um, next one I talked about was the uh, Aridia, the Paths We Dare Tread yes. by Far Off Games. That one's going to be on GameFound, so you can get on there and find it. And uh, another one that we talked about on the show and um, was Oros. Uh, mm. That one is uh, Pledge Managers opening up by Ash Games. Uh, it's going to be on CrowdOx. And that one's a little bit more tricky because you have to actually make an account there. Yes. You tell them you're a backer and you get an account, and then you can search for the game and get on there and see other games that are on BackerKit that you might oh, be uh, Yeah, that's how they in. get you. Or not BackerKit, I'm sorry, CrowdOx. CrowdOx, yeah. yeah, but that is how they get you. You're like, yeah, yeah. oh. I'm, okay, fine. Oh. Like, oh, oh, ooh, 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 ooh yeah, I don't know. That was on here. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Get you right in there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, um, so, yeah, there's those, those three yeah. we talked about on the show. They all seem really exciting. Um, and if you're interested in those, get on there and check them out. Get in the uh, first wave, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And while we're on that, uh, Great Wall, which was uh, a, uh, why am I blanking? Lords of Hellas, Lords of Ragnarok, all those uh, guys. Awakened Realms. Awakened Realms. Uh, so the Great Wall board game for U.S., uh, people, they were shipping it to Europe and then shipping it from Europe over here. Okay. Uh, it got delayed a little bit. It was supposed to be in their dock last week, but actually the day we're filming it is the day it all arrives, which means it should all be in their hubs by the end of the week uh, because they don't have Thanksgiving like we do. All their stuff won't be shut down. Sure. Uh, and then within a week or two, it should actually be coming over Making from Europe across, to yeah. the United States, which will be faster than the the other way around. Than the yeah, other way it around. Seems like the East Coast shipping has been a little bit quicker. It's been better, right? Yeah. It's not as uh, much of a log not jam. As backed up, yep. Um, I do want to say USopoly. Okay, uh, so they do when I mean, they do a ton of stuff. They've got like the Marvel Smash Up. They've got uh, uh, they do a bunch of like clue like themed clues themed and clues. monopolies. Mm-hmm. And things like that, and some of the themed munchkins, they have the reprint for Raygun Games' hit game that was out of print and really hard to get. The thing, Infection at Outpost Thirty One. Really? So now uh, you can go and get that. So nice. you can either ask your FLGS to go get it, or you could go to the USAopoly, uh, USAopoly awesome. website and get Very it there. Cool. They also have uh, the the Cuphead dice game. Uh, which we talked about, like that, that was coming out. So that's now out and available, as well as the Kingdom Disney Kingdom Hearts Perilous Pursuit. Have not played it. No, nope. don't know what it does, but I know that Kingdom Hearts is a big is a big thing. Yeah, people like uh, it. People like it. Actually, I think I saw uh, there's some pictures from the board game mechanics. Mm-hmm. As uh, Jason, I think, is getting ready to do a review of it nice. over there. But pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, but I love it when. Um, a game that was out of print for a minute comes back in, and now you can just get it at a reasonable price. It's having to be crazy on the secondary market. Yeah. yeah, and it's a fantastic game. So I was really excited to see that because that is that is a game that does not get enough love. I think it will get more attention now that it's going to be readily available. Yeah. Well, now that we talk about it on the show, I mean, oh yeah, up, you know, so yeah, three more people yeah. are going to wait. Yeah, <laughs> it's going to get that board game that that, 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 that boom. <laughs> Uh, um, all right. Yeah, I got one more Kickstarter. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, so a couple years ago, a Call to Adventure yes. came out. It's a really neat game where you're like uh, building your hero story. Uh, and one of the neat things about it is you're casting runes um, and like light runes and dark runes, and depending on what faces they you know pop up, you get like mm-hmm. certain results instead of rolling dice and whatnot. And uh, but they have a new expansion coming out called Epic Origins, uh, and it's going to mix with the original one. And they have this uh, a book that's like got a magnetic clasp, and it's going to hold everything in there. It looks like super nice. The box looks amazing. It looks, amazing. It looks like it's a big like novel, like it's like the big story. I was going to say and this is based on on a set of books, right? Uh, it has a um, oh, Name it, of the Wind expansion. Got that they came with it, and which is an amazing book. If you haven't, I'm gonna I'm gonna plug it right now. Audible, get on there. The guy who does um, Nick Podell, he does an amazing job reading those books, uh, and it's, it's so totally I always worth I it. always associate totally the Call it. to the Adventure Call with, it, that with that, yeah, because of because of you, mm-hmm. which is a good thing. Yeah, which but. is a good thing because it's great. Man, I'm telling you, like the cards they added for that too. And if you've read the books, 
It's perfect. really good, and the yeah. art and stuff like it's it's what what you picture in your head. It's nice. a great job of translating it. But the art it. and the production on this looks really good. Yeah, I mean, and, yeah. and it is. Yeah, the art it's amazing on all these. And then, uh, like I said, that uh, the big book to hold everything together. So is this like its own game or an expansion? It's, it's, or a, it's a standalone, I do believe. And then, um, but then you can also mix the cards together. Okay. You can just get this by itself and play it, and it's fine. But if you have the original one, or if you want, if you don't have the original, they have a thing where you can get it all together, get the sleeves for it. And I recommend getting the sleeves because they're nice, big, beautiful tarot cards. Mm. Um, and so. The sleeves that you get for them are, you know, fit perfectly to it. Makes it easy to shuffle. And they're the premium nice. sleeves, so they're yeah. snug. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. So they're really nice. So it's 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 worth it in my opinion, especially if you like storytelling type games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. You know, because it's not like the most straightforward game. It's yeah. like you know, oh, um, I think my character because you pick a starting like a starting thing like, oh, I was a beggar and I had mm-hmm. this. You know, so you have like your starting attributes, and then as you're like, you have these lines of quests, and you're like, oh, and then I broke up a fight in the alley, and I'm so you test your strength, and you would test cast the bone, you know, the runes to see if you. Mm-hmm. Okay, I passed. So yeah, my character then you know did that, and then he oh he had a confrontation with the guards, and you're kind of like just building your character story oh, yeah, as you yeah. play. So it's fun. I like I, it. I dig it. That sounds neat. Yeah. Yeah, but that's Brotherwise Games. Yep. Do you have the pledge levels? Uh, or what, yeah. What, what they? Sorry, my, oh, you're good. So let's see here. Uh, the adventure was just the the new stuff. Forty bucks, right? You get all the Kickstarter extras in the base game. Um, you get the hero for sixty, which is a deluxe version of the game with the sleeves. The epic hero deluxe game plus some premium accessories. Uh, and then the chosen one, which is two hundred bucks, but that gets you everything. You get okay. the, the name of the wind expansion, the base game for two hundred bucks. The collection, that's not yeah, bad. All the fancy bits, all the sleeves for it. So that's really not that's, that. That's bad. not bad. Right? Yeah, when you're paying you ninety five for just like the new fancy bits, plus you're adding all the old stuff, plus the old expansion. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's not that's bad. That's not bad. So that'll go into. Um, we had somebody ask because I said something about like Simon. Uh, Kickstarters not always loving the way that they do their Kickstarters. Yeah. Uh, so I'll just get into that, and then we'll go into our topic. Okay. Um, so Simon, my my big issue with Simon Kickstarters, and I say this as someone who has backed many Simon <laughs> Kickstarters, yeah. especially like the Eric Lang ones. I love mm-hmm. Ankh, Blood Rage, Rising Sun. I love all of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got Zombicide, Black Plague. Yep. You know, I, I mean, we've got a ton of Simon stuff. Yep. So we're not Simon haters. Right. We've got Green Horde too. Yeah. In the original Zamazide. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Lot, I got a lot of Simon stuff. Um, but they, what I don't love that they started doing is, uh, and I get some people love this, I just don't. Uh, so like Marvel United, X-Men. It's 100 bucks, you get that game, and then you get all like the stretch goals with it. And then um, and then they'll say like, oh, 150 bucks, and you're going to get all the stretch goals and this expansion. Okay. But then what they do is then it's like, and then for 20 more bucks, you can get the, you know, X-Factor pack or whatever. I've just made that up. I don't know that that's a thing. You know, and <laughs> right. then the New Mutants pack, you know, and it's all these extra packs of characters like nickel and, diamond yell and things. And it's like, just like, just put it all together in one thing. Just at least give me the option where you put it like $300 and you get every single thing that we're, we we're have mentioned admit. on here. Yeah. Because otherwise, you know, you're sitting there and you're trying to do the math. You know what I mean? Like, well, I had this and I had this and this, you know, and it. it I think that it's great to have uh, a la carte options because for some people that is right. They're going to pick and choose mm-hmm. people like Bob and I, we tend, I'm going to speak for you, sure. uh, but we tend to just, if we're going to get in on a Kickstarter, we get <laughs> everything for the Kickstarter. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's like, I just want my right. all in button, right? Either a base pledge or an all in, you know, and then I can ignore all the mini ones in, right. in between, right? All mm-hmm. the, you know, this and this and this, yep. I just want, I just need those two ends of the spectrum. Yep. And I also appreciate, you know, like, if uh, some of the games are harder to get when they're like, oh, uh, we're going to offer some of our back catalog. Oh, right. Like, that's, that's fine, too. Like, I don't have any problem with that. But yeah. I love that. But, yeah, and then Simon has now done this thing, and I get it. You sign a big deal, and you got to move stock. But they sign this thing where uh, they, well, they originally, they tell you Kickstarter exclusive. So you're only going to be able to get it if you back it on the Kickstarter or realistically, like the secondary market, or if you go to a convention, right? right. And I get it. You're at a convention. That's you're going to sell whatever you can because mm-hmm. because big game companies don't make money at conventions because mm-hmm. they spend all that money on the booth. Getting people there, renting the booth, and paying, paying people, people to work They it. don't yeah. even always have enough stock to sell. Even if they could sell enough to pay for the booth, they oh, it's, it's really hard to be able to transport and all store yeah. all of that stock. To actually make enough money, because yes, they may sell you a game for a hundred bucks, but they might only be making five or ten bucks a box. On that, you know, yeah, off of that, the overhead, yeah, you know, just because of everything else that that costs, especially with shipping, what it is. So I have no problem with that. I 
a hundred percent support that. But two things that Simon does. One thing is uh, Marvel United was showing up in big box stores. Like now it's base game retail edition, but it was showing up in big box stores before people were getting their Kickstarter versions. Yeah, not a fan of that. That kind of stinks because Kickstarter really is a pre-order, right? Mm. And so I am pre-ordering. Especially for somebody as big as Simon. I'm paying a premium to get, yeah, I'm, I get it if uh, if they go, if they're going to give you the option where you can have it now, like uh, one or two wave shipping, Awaken sure, Realms will sure. do that, right? Yep. Where it's like, okay, well, we'll give you the base game now, and then you can get everything else later on. Later on. I did that with uh, Lords of Hellas. Nemesis? Or you didn't get Nemesis? No, I didn't, I didn't do Nemesis. But I've done that, where mm. it's like, uh, you know, I'll just get the base game and learn it. And then when the expansions come, you learn. Those. I'm ready for those. Yeah. Uh, but I've also waited. Right. You know, it's like, oh, I'll just wait for everything. Uh, but they so I feel like if they're going to do that, you should you should give the option to your backers, to your backers, because there's a lot of people that would have loved to have Marvel United or Zombicide or whatever early before you go walking down the, you know, the aisle at a Walmart and there's a Marvel United right there. And you're like, wait, what? Now, yeah. yeah, it doesn't have all the extra characters and, and all that stuff, but still, yeah. like, it's right there, and I'm still two months out from getting my game. Like, that's frustrating. Mm -hmm. I didn't back Marvel United, but I, right. you know, yeah, you're in the community. About it. Yeah. You, see, you see all the stuff. It's all over social media or yeah. just even in circles. The other thing I don't like is you're going to say Kickstarter exclusive, blah, 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 you know, and then they sign a deal with an online retailer. You know, now granted, mm -hmm. they do have a brick and mortar, which is they really do. nice. It is a very nice store. Um, been there. Yeah, we've been there. We have purchased stuff. Purchased from there. many things from there. Um, but they sign a thing there, like so. Hate, for example, that was a big one. Hate was supposed to be Kickstarter only. Like you, like you, only place you can get it. Only place you can get it. So you would have to go to a convention, right? If you didn't back it on Kickstarter, you'd have to overpay somebody. You on know, a on, a, on a secondary market site. Uh, but then they signed a deal, and now you could get it. And all the Kickstarter stuff with it, probably I think actually for cheaper than what the original backer than what was. the original backer cost was. Yeah, now, cool. granted, you wait two years or three years to do that, but still, that kind of stinks. Yeah, it stings a little bit. You know, they could have just done like another either expansion and then offered that other stuff again, like you were saying, like oh, you can order this back stuff here, you know, yeah. on Kickstarter. Okay, that's fine. It's still Kickstarter, right? You know, you're still playing by the rules. Well, you know, it's like uh, after the Empires, right, where mm -hmm. they did they they did like a deluxe edition thing. You know yeah. what I mean? And you. And you could get in and you could back it and order it and you could get all the, you know, they let you get in the option to get all, you know, like all the, the, bits. Old, all the bits and everything. And it's like, that's awesome. You can go there and you could still get like the Kickstarter stuff, mm -hmm. but they ran it through a very specific thing, right. you know, and it wasn't like even I would have been mad if I went into my FLGS, not even just a big box store. But if I had, let's just say I backed Marvel Zombicide and, you know. I roll all in and I'm waiting for all this stuff and I roll into my game store and there's the base game for Marvel's homicide sitting on the thing. And I'm still a month out from all my stuff. And it's without even the option to get my base game early, earlier, you know, and pay for split shipping. Right. And it's like, I just don't love it. Mm -hmm. I don't think, I don't think they're being nefarious or anything. I just think it is an oversight on, and, and because they Marvel's homicide, whatever they charge for it, is going to fund within minutes, and it will probably be over a million dollars within the first couple of hours. Yep, it's a hot IP. It's a solid game. I, we love Zombicide. Yeah, the, bo the bones that it's built on are, are good. Yeah, they're all really good. I own the uh, Night of the Living Dead Zombicide, which I still need to play. But I, I love playing the uh, the Black Plague, the medieval version yep. of of yeah, Zombicide. That's great. Yeah, especially because my friend Pete painted a bunch of my minis. Pete, yes, Pete's super talented, but <laughs> yeah. Bob's got it, so I never needed to get Zombicide because I know if I'm like Bob, like let's play Zombicide, play, yeah. it won't be that hard because. And then by the time you're setting it up, three other people are going to walk by Ooh, and be like, yeah, "Yeah, can I get in on this?" Mm -hmm. it, it's so good with all the options. It's great. It's yeah. a ton of fun, and they've improved the rules since the original version, which now we just so. house rule. Yeah, we had house rule that before they did that. So, yeah. But I mean, so Simon does a lot of things right. There's a ton of games of theirs that I absolutely love, you know, and, and I just... Just that practice is very... It, it itches the wrong way. It just, Yeah, it just irritates me, mm -hmm. and I will complain about it every time. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, it's kind of interesting because mm -hmm. we're going to talk about... We're talking about Simon... And somebody who was famous before Simon, but they got famous. More famous. More famous. Eric Lang had a, a tweet. I'm going to sum it up very poorly. But he was just uh, posing the question as far as your interest 
in uh, campaign or legacy style games versus uh, like regular games, right? Mm-hmm. So like if we sit down and play Dice Forge, mm-hmm. and then we sit down and play Dice Forge again, nothing carries over Correct. from the next game. Uh, yeah, tweet will. <laughs> Wherever that's at. Somewhere. Yeah, right over Maybe. his face. Ooh. That's a good spot <laughs> for it. Uh, but anyways, so as I interpret it, and I could totally be misreading it, but I, I, I thought it was interesting because uh, Jeff had pointed it out, and I was like, yeah, that's a good discussion. Yeah. Some of the benefits or, or pros and cons, I guess. Of the different types. Of, of the different types of games. So, uh, Bob, you have played, like, through Gloomhaven, right? All mm-hmm. the way? Yep. Almost twice. Almost twice? Yeah. Uh, you've played Charterstone? Yep. Like, I played uh, Clank Legacy. Like Clank Legacy once yeah. or twice? Just, uh, once? just just the once. I played um, Aeon's Legacy. Oh, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Aeon's End. And... Yep, Aeon's End, the Legacy version, yeah. So you played a ton of Legacy games. Yes. Right now, right, uh, you're playing through Descent 3rd Edition, yeah. which is a campaign. Yeah, it's not It's not as it's, Legacy, though. It's not Legacy as much as just a campaign. I would campaign. I would define that as like a campaign game, right? Yeah. So like, uh, not permanently altering anything. Yes, you're unlocking new cards and gaining new items and like kind of like leveling up your character that way, uh, but you're not like, but you can in my reset. opinion, yeah, it's very easy to reset. You just put everything back, and then you're reset. I, in my opinion, like a legacy means you're putting stickers on, you're writing on things, you're altering the game as you're playing. By through. the time you're done, the mm-hmm. game that just comes out of the box, your board state is already different. Yep. And, comp- and most of the time, on you can never go back. Yeah, a lot of them are, they do sell like re, like reset packs. Yeah, I've got it's like stick blank stickers you put over everything, or like just new cards that you can then. I've put got the removable on. sticker pack for Gloomhaven. Yeah, but it's, I I got that. I, in my opinion, it was garbage. It, oh, was it? Yeah, it still sticks real bad and everything, ah. and you can't really reuse them. It, it, it didn't work very well for, for me. At least. I mean, I got one of the first ones that came out. Sure. I got it, you know, at launch and everything. Yeah. and I've got the sticker kit right away. Maybe they have better stickers now. I don't know, but yeah, I, I still I still find myself doing this. Sure. You know, so you're bending up the corners and everything, yeah. leaving scratch marks on it. Not the greatest, you know. Sure. But, yeah. I mean, it's Gloomhaven. It's you're in. You got a lot of got, time and money. I got so much time out of that game. Yeah. It, it was worth it. But, um, so it's funny because when I was, oh, gosh, when Heroclix first came out, early 2000s, mm-hmm. uh, you, I had a, a couple of friends that we played a lot of Heroclix together, like, all the time. Like, like you know, like you would play Magic with, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And, um I had actually worked out like a scenario board kind of based on like Secret Wars. So like the original Secret Wars comic book where all the villains and all the heroes get transported to this planet and they've got their own bases on like different, you know, sides or whatever. And then they they're basically just fighting for the entertainment, you know, of the Beyonder. And um I always loved like that little mini series or whatever. So I had come up with like a map and uh had been like, okay, now if you hold this point, you are going to get extra uh, points to build your Heroclix army with. You know what I mean? And like okay. things like that. So you're trying to like strategically go in and attack and control different points. Like, sure. So, so, so your I, next game could be good. Right, yeah. right. But like, like, so you might have more points for holding this area, but you can use less figures. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, so you have to balance that a little bit. So this was like me like tinkering with game design without even really knowing it because we played so much. We were just trying to come up with like interesting ways. Sure. And I thought, you know, Oh, it'd be interesting if like it carried over, you know, and like other things carried over into the next game. Cause normally, right. You play magic or something. You just sit down, right, you're done. play, you're done, you're done. Yeah. shuffle, go again, or you grab a different deck or whatever. Mm-hmm. But, uh, so anyways, then, you know, now I'm like in this age of like all these legacy games and campaign games, which is super lucky to mm-hmm. be in. Yeah. But like, um, I don't know that I'll ever get my wife to play a campaign game, but we could play, you know, Dice Miner, Dice Forge, you know, Quacks, Taverns, mm-hmm. you know, nothing carries over. So the replayability is there. That's the value in those games, I guess, for me, right? Yeah. Is, is uh, the the replayability, you're going to get, usually you're going to get a pretty different experience because uh, now, even more now than, than what used to be, right? So like, used to just be Catan. In Catan, you just kind of get what you get. You know, the differences might be where the tiles yeah, are tiles lined up. Yeah, what numbers are on them. You know, but yeah. even then with expansions to Catan, you know, they've added, it adds more replayability and, and, and variety. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but now that games have evolved, a lot of stuff comes with so many things that like you don't, you're only using certain, you know, modules or, you know, like, mm-hmm. like things. 
So do you know, do you feel like you have a preference of one or the other? I mean, there's obviously room for both in your life. Yeah, there should be. There's definitely, yeah, definitely room for both. And I guess it kind of depends on which game it is, right? Because, like, some of the games, like the uh, the Clank and the uh, Aeon's End, mm-hmm. the really neat thing about that is if you just go by, like, a normal Aeon's End game, you've got these full-fledged characters, and you're playing them, and this and that. Well, as you're playing through the Legacy game, you start out, you're kind of like an apprentice, right? And you're building up your skills, you're burning up your uh, building up your custom deck, this and that. And then when you're done with the game, you can take your character to one of the standard, basic uh, other games and play that in that game. That's pretty cool. And that is super cool to me. And that's the same thing with... Um, the the clank one too is like you can there's stuff like that that you can uh-huh. add to the other games and whatnot and that's I en- I enjoy that aspect like like gloomhaven obviously it is, it is what it is you play through the gloomhaven you're done you can... yeah but gloomhaven is gloomhaven yeah you know like yeah. it's not like clank where there's a ver- there's the legacy version right. and then you've got the and then it's like something like charterstone I'm like and yeah sure you could just pull out your finished board and like basically like replay the game at the whole thing but you could just play the last scenario right play you a just... game of charterstone right on yeah the board. I never did that you know like I probably won't ever redo that. Like I would, I would play through the campaign again if I got a yeah. new group and they wanted to do it. I, I, I had a lot of fun with it. I, yeah. I would definitely play it again. But I don't think I'd play, pull out my finished game and try to replay. Yeah, it. that was always kind of the thing that I thought was. I don't know. This probably sounds too harsh, but always rang a little hollow mm-hmm. with like, oh, well, when you're done with the legacy game, you could always just play like play like that. Pandemic, right? Pandemic mm-hmm. Legacy. Had a thing where you, you know, just like play on the last, whatever, wherever your board state was at the last yeah, game, you can just play with that. That's what you play mm-hmm. with in as. And I'm like, well, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I you suppose know. you could. Yeah. Right. But like the fun of like, like Charterstone is mm. the opening of up, up the crates and yep. the boxes and, and seeing the and, new buildings yep. and worker types and all kinds of For stuff sure. you the can unlock and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all kinds of awesome stuff. Mm-hmm. And I haven't finished our Charterstone, but I would imagine that by the end, it's kind of like, Okay, well, I'm not that was like... fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it's not a dig on Charterstone. No, it's just, I mean, and it's, it's just what it was made to be, you know, and you can get the, re- which I, I did do that. Like I got like mm, three or four episodes into Charterstone mm-hmm. and then the group kind of like fell apart. So we got some other people and we got a recharge pack, flipped the board <laughs> flipped over, the board over, redid it and we played through the whole thing. Yeah. And, you know, that's and that's fine. a fantastic way to be able to do that. To get that right? replayability. Yeah. Cause yeah. instead of having to go out and buy a whole new one, you pay like 20 bucks and you get a whole new thing of stickers and you, you know, recover everything up and you got to put some of the stuff back in some boxes and whatnot. Yeah. And, and some of the spoilers are, you already know, but it allows you to make different decisions. Like, Oh, you know what? Last time I went this way to get the cats and the pumpkins and whatnot, but this time I'm going to go over here and do bricks mm-hmm. and, you know, golems and whatnot. So yeah, it's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, do you have a preference? Oh, uh, yeah. I guess that's, that was the original question, wasn't it? <laughs> um, uh, and I guess uh, caveat king. Uh, it does depend, I think, on, on what it is. Sure. You know? And, and I, I really enjoy the legacy. You know, and like I said, like the the aeons and like and like building my character and putting the stickers on him. And like, oh, I think that ability would work good with this ability. Mm-hmm. I really, really, really enjoy that. However, the um, the other ones that are more like just like the campaign style, the the, the fact that I can just um, play through with Ben a little bit on on Descent, and then mm. I guess some other people come over and they want to check it out. I can just you know reload, make a new party, choose that party to play, yeah. and then play it all again, and not have to worry about who's got what stickers, who was playing what character, this and that. You know, right. it's, it makes it easier to play with multiple groups. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. It really kind of depends. I, I, I guess it's hard for me to just pick one definitively over the sure, other. Sure. Well, you know, but those are still like the legacy stock, legacy slash campaign. So that's okay. one column. Then the other column is like Orleone or. See, I haven't Risk. played the Orleone legacy, or, or I haven't played. No, I'm talking about just just, just, a, oh, playing just a standard straight. game. Yeah, standard oh. game versus the campaign oh, style. Right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I. I guess in that case, then I would prefer more the legacy because I do enjoy. Like I played a lot of D and D, and I love oh, the, sure. the leveling yeah. up and the advancement and stuff like that, and how things from one game carry over the other, and um, how like the uh, we were talking about the um, uh, Raiders of the Law of the. Oh, yeah. See, you know, and mm-hmm. how, like, yes, they're all individual games, but then they have the Rune Saga, which kind of combines them all together and makes Let it like play. a legacy type of game. And I think that is super cool. Like, I love each of those games independently. Right. But the fact that I can play them all and they have, they have different, like, win cons for the game, you know, and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, depending on what you do, you can, uh, you know, unlock, win the overall. You might not win, like, the, the, the oh, individual right. game, but you could win the overall saga. And uh, so, yeah, I guess, in my opinion, I would enjoy the legacy ones more just because it, it – gives me more oh yeah um, yeah but then um you know sometimes you don't got time for that <laughs> <laughs> right well and it depends on who you're gaming with and yeah. game groups and meetups and things yeah. like that right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um uh, yeah i'm kind of like i'm really happy to have like a nice balance of both yep 
Um, I would like legacy games more if I have more time and opportunities to get the same group of people together to mm-hmm. keep doing, you know, ones. to to drive it through. Um, I've been better about making efforts to like keep things going, mm-hmm. um, but it doesn't mean I don't love them because like the se- second edition. I play uh, uh well before I had third edition. I played a bunch of that solo and like Imperial Assault. I mm-hmm. played a bunch of that solo campaign style because mm-hmm. I just run like two or three characters. Yep. You know, and you just go through and you do all the stuff. You know, and and uh, the app does a great job. I play like Mansions of Madness solo, mm-hmm. but again, so Mansions of Madness, unlike Descent, Mansions of Madness is not a Descent style or a Legacy, legacy style, style, right? Yeah. Or campaign it's style. It's just a, um, a scenario mission. based, scenario right? Based, yep. But like. Um, I've gotten to play. Um, oh, now I'm, I'm drawing a total blank. It's a Eric Lang, Simon, like Chibi kind of. Um, I can see all, it's like Inferno. They got like the. Um, oh, the uh, oh, he doesn't do Arcadia Quest. Oh. Yeah, Arcadia Quest. It, did he? Yeah, that's Eric Lang. Yeah. Wow. Didn't know so that. Arcadia okay. Quest, right? Like I have played like a one-off scenario like with that but it's like i could see where playing a campaign of arcadia quest would be so much fun yeah it is and leveling up and Mm -hmm. building up those characters right i played i played through a bunch of that once when i had my second shift group and like that sounds amazing to Mm -hmm. me the nice thing is a game like that gives you the uh flexibility right so you have your cake and eat it too right Mm -hmm. um but (laughs) (laughs) so i i I it's hard to just come down definitively. It's, on one a, or it's the hard other. for me to really come down definitively. It, yeah. I, I would, tr- I would say it's a push. You know, it's a tie. But if I had to, if you're going to like put a gun against my head and make me choose, I would probably choose the not campaign style, just because I get it's easier to. I get those played more. Sure. Uh, but man, I get a lot of satisfaction out mm-hmm. of a game that carries over and you can keep building up, you know, and it builds on itself. Mm-hmm. Like I love storytelling game, you know, like, so like Dune House Secrets, I'm really excited to get more into that mm-hmm. and see how that unfolds. Uh, you know, I've got Clank Legacy. I've just got to get the group lined up because I've heard so many great things about so K- many good things. And I've heard people like that's one that people have gone and played multiple times. Yep. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you've gone through it and uh, I'm just like. Because I love Clank. Yeah. Like, Clank is a, a sit down game. and just play a game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it, what's also interesting is I, you can play Marvel Champions both ways. Okay. You know, like, yeah, you yeah. can play, like, the campaign. You get, like, the big, the 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 the, the villain expansion that's, like, yep. the, the mini, like, the box. Mini you expansion know? thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess the mini expansions, I think, are the, oh, the packs. Individual. So this is a mid-expansion? <laughs> yeah, because it's not a big box Yeah, expansion. but you get a couple of heroes, and then you get, like, like, Three to five like uh, villain Villains. scenarios, and then yeah. and you can play them through in a campaign style. Style, mm-hmm. and I just or you can just do an individual and just play it. Yes, yeah. And I, I, oh, I love that. And yeah. I was so happy. Like Marvel Champions was a game that I bought, sat on my shelf for like two months. Finally mm-hmm. learned how to get it played, and I'm like, this yeah. is amazing. Yeah, uh, there's so much good stuff to it. But it, so I, I try to like Bob have my cake and eat it too. I try to mm-hmm. do both. Um, I think you get more in-depth, rewarding experiences out of the campaigns and scenario yes. or legacy-style games. Again, I played a lot of D&D and RPGs, you know, growing up and stuff like that hits me in the feels. Right. But, man, sometimes I'm just happy to be able to sit down and play a game, right? So if we're going to play fast sloths, right. yeah. you know, it's like, well, I don't, do it. my sloth is way too lazy to carry anything mm-hmm. over into the next game. So yeah. that's not happening. That's, that's kind of the nice thing about, like, my friend Ben comes over, like, we've got it set every other week on Fridays. He comes over. That's our legacy day. We've got, you know, we've done so many. Oh, all, yeah. all, almost every single one of those I've named off, I played with him. Sure. And, you know, and we dedicate that time to it. And then if we want to play other games and do other stuff, then, you know, on different days, Saturdays or Sundays, whatever, he'll come over and we'll get other people and we'll play whatever else, whatever else, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, get the cake you need it too. Hey, that's a good way to be. Yeah. And again, there's so many games like out there now. Like, I mean, this is a golden age of board gaming. Yeah. While shipping. Great time to be alive. <laughs> while shipping and stuff might be nightmares. There's plenty of games in your FLGSs yep. that are going to scratch all of these itches yep. for you. Yep. Plus, like, look around. There's, there's you know, board game groups who get together and do, and do meetups and whatnot. Like, we have our w- local one here, the yep. Meeple uh, Gaming Society. You can find us on Facebook. I think there's a link in the description below. Yeah. But every month or so, we do one to two events at our local FLGSs where we all bring a bunch of games in and we sit around and we play them and it's awesome. <laughs> that's, that's really how it goes. Yeah. And the nice thing is it's the, the, uh, the game stores are usually happy with us because mm-hmm. 
I don't know how many times Caleb has played a game with us and then been like, okay, I got to buy this. Yeah, and we'll go out, buy it off the shelf. And yeah, go yeah. I go buy this. Yeah. Uh, but it's a it's a great way to play new games. Get get your games played. Get yep. them off your shelf of shame. Yep. And, new people. And, and, yeah. You know. And expand the hobby. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's all. That's what it's about, man. Uh, but anyways, I thought it was a pretty interesting topic. Just kind of ramble yeah. on about some of those things, right? But, but it, it it it's. There's so many games now. It's almost kind of worth like pointing out, like, hey, there are these different kinds of things. There are these, yeah. uh, you know, again, these campaign Not just games. Used to seeing, you know, yeah. There's yeah. a lot of other things out. It there. It used to be like only a few legacy or campaign games, you know, like not many. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, there's so many games mm-hmm. that have a campaign mode. I'm so excited for that. Uh, what was it? Uh, the Iridia. Yeah. It's going to be so good. So I can't good. wait. Well, what's exciting about that is like a game like uh, uh, Zaya, Legends of a Drift System. Mm-hmm. That's a one-time play, nothing carries over. You right. can play a very... You longer can, game. Yeah, you can make... You can set the length. Yeah, you could, you could play a longer version of that game and get a lot out of it. But this, to me, feels like that, mm-hmm. but that campaign style where you're constantly upgrading and leveling up and, mm-hmm. and doing all these neat things, yep. you know, and the way that the buildings work, like when you walk into the buildings and yeah. you reveal. So cool. Can't wait. Can't wait. It's going to be so good. Yep. But uh, anyways, guys, uh, thank you for watching. Yeah. Please check out our sister channels. There's mini rundown. There's Pokemon rundown. They also have discord chats. Mm-hmm. So get in there. If you want to talk to those guys, uh, always check out our friends at the Board Game Mechanics. Jason and Katie are pretty okay. Yeah. And if you want to hear them bag on Dan, they do it every week yeah, on they their do a podcast. Good, do a pretty good job of it. <laughs> uh, and Jason also cranks out tons of review videos. I think him and Katie were even, oh, they're right mm-hmm. now doing, so they're on their podcast, top, they're doing a uh, top 100. 100. Yeah. Uh, so every week you get 10 from each of them. But on, on their uh, YouTube channel, they're doing like their top, I think it's, is it up to 200? So it's like they're doing the ones that didn't make their didn't top make 100. The okay. Uh, so they're on there talking about those, and that's pretty fun. Like yeah. a nice alternative, right? Like it's something else to go and check out. And Jason does a ton of reviews and everything. And it and they cover a lot of stuff we don't. There's a nice yeah. – the nice thing is about having them as friends is we – we talk about games with miniatures play, and good yeah. components and good art. Right. And, and space. And space. <laughs> and uh, Katie talks about good games. And then Jason, she does. Then Jason talks about what he talks about. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's not here to be rude, so I have yeah, to do it. Yeah, step up. But, right. uh, but no, they're awesome. I love good them. Good people. They're, they're amazing people. Mm-hmm. So throw, th- throw some support their way. Check yeah. them out yeah, if you haven't already. Riveted or something like that. Yeah, right? the, yeah, yeah. If you're not part of their Facebook group, mm-hmm. uh, they have a – their Facebook community is what I aspire for ours to be. Yep. It's a lot of positivity and, and people just sharing pictures of games. Yeah. There's no politics. There's no. Yeah. And if you're in the Ohio area, they do some meetup things too. So yeah. if you get in that Facebook group, they could maybe, you know, manage to meet up with them. And yeah. Play. There so. you go. I mean, other than Ohio, just being Ohio, I mean, they help. Yeah. It helps. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, guys, uh, that's been it for the board game rundown today. I've been Tim. I've been Bob. We'll see you next time. Thank you.